Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. The professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and moneroafinancial.com. And tell them Mickey Dude sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Hello, humans, and welcome to another fantastic and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host this week, Chuck Fitzgerald, from the, well, it's 32 degrees, from the kind of cold-ish state of New York, and joining me this week, also, our resident New Yorker who is, in fact, home for the holidays. Finally. Finally home for the holidays. Dave Koch. Dave, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing all right, and um, you didn't send me, even though Debbie is here too, you know, Christmas bonus. Christmas bonus, and we are doing a Christmas bonus episode for you all this week with a special edition of Fireside Chats with Chuck and Dave. Um, and, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting behind, or excuse me, next to a roaring fire down at the Wilderness Lodge. We have back Christmas background music playing. And we have the Disney Christmas trees. Dave, is there anything better than that? Actually, there is. Oh, boy. Uh, is it a New York City bagel? Because I don't want to hear it. Well, that too. But honestly, as much as I love Wilderness Lodge, I love their DVC room a little bit more than their actual um, ra- their actual hotel lobby. You know, that hotel lobby screams Christmas and that tree is magnificent. That fire is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Love all that. Love Humphrey. But if you go just a little bit down the path into their deep into their DVC resort, the little uh, the little uh, train room that they have that's like adorned with all sorts of Christmas uh, Christmas trimmings on the uh, fireplace. And their simple but elegant tree with all the Christmas carols playing in the, in the background. That is actually now my new favorite place in, for Christmas in Walt Disney World. I made, I made it a point to go there and, 
actually do online Christmas shopping while just sitting in there and just listening to the music and just kind of just enjoying the atmosphere over there. So we uh, we might have to later on, uh, midway through our fireside chat, move over to there, Chuck. I think we can do that. And you know what? We're, we're actually going to take it a little bit easy this week. Um, and we're going to take a break from the negativity of the Disney community and the negativity of, quite honestly, Disney as a company and all of the things going on around the world right now. And we're going to talk about our favorite Christmas memories at the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, with just Dave and I, it's going to be a, a relatively brief show. And we understand that, uh, you know what? That's okay, because we all got Christmas stuff going on. I mean, Christmas, as we're recording this, is, well, I guess, depending on how you celebrate, it's either three or four days away, which makes this Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. Eve. And I'm in the middle of still doing my parents' tree, so. Naturally. Yeah. Um, and, and that's okay, so we're just going to take it easy this week, like I said. We're going to talk about our favorite Christmas memory at the Disney Resort and the one thing we want Disney to bring back for Christmas. Um, I think some of that may overlap. It may actually turn into like if it was a Venn diagram, it would just be a circle. But let's get going this week. Dave, what is your favorite Christmas memory from the Walt Disney World Resort? All right, well, Chuck, this story is one of legends because I've said it uh, many times. It's been invoked many times on this show. Is it the one where you were watching the guy wash the rock? Of course, it was. Ah, I love that sh- this story. And you're just and, and 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 for those of you who haven't heard it, you just totally just ruined the ru- ruined the punchline of the story. Yeah, it's but, fine. They'll get it. Let me set the stage for you. It was early December. It had to be. Mm, about maybe uh, 2014, 2013, something like that. It was I was kind of new to the Disney community and everything, and I had never really seen any. I had never seen anything for for uh, Disney for Christmas yet. And my father was retiring from a job, and we were going to take a trip and celebrate his retirement. It was supposed to be a huge family trip. P.S. You know how those things work. You start planning back then. Back then, it was called grand gatherings. All these people that were supposed mm-hmm. to come ended up dropping out and ended up being uh, me taking my parents. Well, ga- grand gatherings, not to interrupt, I apologize for that. That's a throwback right there. That hasn't oh, been yeah. used in so long. Soon we'll yeah. think of that the same way we are, or we will soon think of Magical Express the same way we think of grand gatherings. But please continue. This is true. So, with that said, we decided, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna go and uh, do this upright. So we rented DVC points, and we decided to we stayed at a studio at the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House, and uh, I took the couch. They had the bed, and we really didn't have much time to actually stay at the hotel and really enjoy the savannah because we had a whole bunch of parks that we had to go to we we're going to rope drop it we we're going to hit the parks hard just to say that we experienced disney for christmas because we all wanted to do it but my parents didn't know much about adam looking lodge and everything and i didn't tell them about the savannah i didn't tell them about the savannah review i thought it'd be nice like we could have our morning coffee out there and watch the watch the animals and everything so i decided that each day i was going to set the alarm for sunrise and each day, it would be a different African-themed song 
to wake us up on the savannah. So the first day I had I had Circle of Life, and then the other day I think I had I had two uh, African versions of Christmas uh, songs. So I think it was like Joy to the World and. Uh, I don't remember the other one, but it was it was it was definitely a, it was definitely an African style Christmas song that I had to uh, wake us up with. So like, we get in late, we go to bed. I decide that I'm going to wake them up in a grand way, so I put the alarm on my phone all the way up and set the alarm just for sunrise. Sunrise comes on, and my phone blaring out by all of our ears. Not Sabanya, not a beach. My father wakes up, what the, and just throws an expletive. And I wake up, I'm like, rise and shine, everybody. And I pull back the curtains, thinking, okay, Circle of Life is playing. I'm thinking that out on the savannah, the whole circle of life is going to be just uh, unfolding, like at the beginning of the movie The Lion King. Unbeknownst to me at that point, and now I'm a veteran of a. Uh, uh, go into Animal Kingdom Lodge, so I know this, but early in the morning, they call the animals back to their barn so they can have their uh, veterinary uh, checkups. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll weigh them, they'll, look, they'll give them a look over and everything. They'll give them a little bit of breakfast before putting them out on the savannah to graze. You know, they'll just like give them their vitamins and everything. And this happens like between like the hours of 5 a.m. and 7 a.m. or so like something like that. So I open up the I open up the curtains thinking they're going to be all out. Instead, they're all in their barns, and the only thing that was out there on the savannah was a cast member power washing a rock. The best ending of any Disney story. So, of course, my tail between my legs. I turn it off. I get into the shower. They go back to bed. I'm like all annoyed. Finally, get up at that moment. I go back, I go to my phone. I cancel all the alarms and everything, realizing that this is not going to work. So, had to do a little bit of uh, pre. I had to do a little change of plans, and we had to plan a, a midday break one day so they could come back and see the animals. We did. Uh, long story short, we did end up coming back to see the animals. We got to experience uh, Mickey's not so scary. No, 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 no sorry. Mickey's uh, very merry Christmas party that year. We got to experience our first candlelight processional. Uh, whatever was going up, it was it wasn't Osborne Lights uh, time, so we got to experience the Osborne Lights, and we got to see uh, Mickey's Jammin' Jungle Christmas Parade. So we got everything done in the whole resort in that weekend, and you got to see the elusive cast cast member washing a rock. Yes, exactly. Now, j- just so we're clear, that is a rock, not the rock. Is that correct? Not the rock, a rock. Okay, very good. Uh, you know that that was a kind of a bolder joke, but uh, sometimes yeah. a lot of people take it for granted. Exactly. You know, people might laugh at me, but sticks and stones might break my bones. I I personally love that that story. I mean, I knew where it was going. Um, you knew where it was going before I even got to tell it. Yeah, I mean, you said the much referenced, and I knew exactly what it was, and I still wasn't disappointed. So, 
That's a fantastic story, Dave. But the one thing I think we can all discuss and all fondly remember um, and really, quite honestly, my favorite Christmas memory of the Disney parks, um, it, it involves the, uh, what do they call it? The Castle Dream Lights. Or, yes. Yes. The now, now default Castle Dream Lights. That is a very true statement and very important to note. The now defunct Castle Dream Lights. But I work in a... In a field that doesn't really allow me the or afford me the opportunity to take time off during November, December. So for the longest time, and now not so much, the only ability that I had for Disney in um, in the holiday season was the Castle Dreamlights. And I remember the very first time we were standing on Main Street, USA. Heather was actually staying that night um, for the Christmas party, but I had to fly home that night um we parked somewhere i'm not gonna say where because we didn't break any rules but it definitely didn't start with montemporary um or rhyme with montemporary um and my flight was at like nine o'clock or something and the question was would i be able to see the the lights before I had to leave and it was one of the only times we've rented a car for the entire trip and we sat we sat at Main Street right by the tree and you know all the lights turned down because you know Chris or uh, not Christmas um, daylight savings time had just happened so no longer was it getting dark at you know seven eight o'clock it was now getting dark at five six o'clock um, where it is now dark by four o'clock, but that's a different story based on today being the shortest day of the year. Um, and the lights went down and the castle lit up and I think they were doing the frozen beginning and all that stuff with Olaf, but that didn't change the experience. Seeing those lights turned on for the very first time. And then, you know, in the subsequent year being there on the very first night that they turned the lights on. Um, what was truthfully something special and that same, the same time, excuse me, the same year that we saw it for the first time that I saw it for the first time that our first night there that we landed, we got our rental car and we drove to the Polynesian to go to Trader Sam's and, you know, Trader Sam's being what it is, it was completely booked up. There was no room at the inn, so to speak. Anyone? Bueller? All right. Thanks for the, getting the reference. Um... So we had to sit out on the Trader Sam's balcony, or what do they call it outside, Dave? Do you remember? know off the top of your head? I think it's something like Tiki Terrace. Or yeah, the Tiki like. Terrace sounds good to me. And getting that view from the Tiki Terrace or, or the Trader Sam's outside bar, as I will call it, you look across the lagoon, and there was the castle all lit up, and it really kind of built up that anticipation for the trip. I would have gone... I would have gone every single night had I known that the castle lights uh, were going on, but seeing it for that first time was something special, and it's really something that I will always remember just based on the fact that it's really my only experience with Disney in Christmas time. Um, I mean, I've seen the other parks. I've seen some of the Christmas lights around Gertie, but I never got to experience Osborne. I never got to see the Christmas tree trail, um, and to this day I still haven't. But those castle dream lights, 
are really something special. What are your thoughts, Dave? I still don't understand why they got rid of it. I guess maybe it's because of the new paint job that they put on the castle for the 50th. And all. last year I thought, okay, well, maybe it's a COVID thing. You know, they can't have people working that close together putting them on. But then when they didn't come back this year, honestly, I was perplexed. I, I, it, I think it just, I, I guess it came down to money. As with everything with the Disney company, it definitely came down to money. I didn't want to go there, but it is what it is. I mean, let's call it what it is. It's a cost-cutting. It is. Um, But it doesn't change how fantastic those were. And let's be honest, still would be um, regardless of really anything else. So we're going to move on to our second topic of the day, and that is what Christmas theme or time tradition do you wish the Walt Disney Company would bring back? Now, Dave, if you don't mind, I'd actually like to go first on this one, and we could have you close it out. Um, Start. Because my tradition is not from a local aspect and and is a tradition that most people, you know, wouldn't really consider a tradition. I want the Disney Parks Parade to come back as a Disney Christmas parade. I don't need the three-hour commercial on Christmas Day that I'm going to watch anyways. I want the parade back. I don't... I, I agree with you 100%. That used to be my favorite Yeah, I don't need the that. concerts. I don't need all that. Just show me the parade. Bring Regent. Well, no. you know, maybe maybe not. Um, But Dave, you, you have memories of the parade, right? Tell, tell me those. Okay. Uh, you know, in the morning, just turning it on and everything being like one day I'm going to, you know, I never got to visit Disney as a child. You know, there was not enough money to go, you know, what, you know, just watching it that day and saying, you know, one day I'm going to get here. And there are times now where I'm walking down Main Street in the middle of Christmas time and I'm like, oh, my God, I finally got here. I always said I was going to get here and now I live here. This is my this is part of my life. You know, it just comes so full circle. And, you know, it's just. It was, you know, that and they used to yes, on absolutely. I too. still have at my parents' house, at my mom's house, the VHS tapes. I'm positive they still exist from when we recorded it as a, as kids. And if you look on the YouTube's, I promise you, you can find it. Oh yeah, most definitely. You can definitely find them on on the YouTube's. And honestly, this year I'm actually considering. Um, going and uh, doing one of those instead of actually watching the current one. I mean, I'll still watch both. I don't care. I love the Chris, the old Christmas parade. And not only do I love it based on the, you know, the nostalgia aspect of it, because you get also on some of the YouTube clips or the YouTube um, publishes the old 1998 commercials. And it brings back all like that nostalgia, but it's the fact that it's an actual, the actual parade. Like, Thanksgiving was always Macy's territory, and it was the Macy's Thanksgiving parade, and it still remains as such, right? No one can touch that. In the mid to early 90s and 2000s, actually probably not even the 2000s, mid to late 90s, it was the Disney Parks Parade for Easter and Christmas. Even 80s. Yep, even Well, I mean, I wasn't born till 88, so. Uh, No, but I remember this, too. I remember it being that way. 
Oh, and yeah, the commercials are always the best part too. I, um, I'm gonna give you a, a side thing with that. Um, I forgot to DVR. I, I you know, I still uh, jump on my parents' uh, cable down in Florida, and I can set their DVR and everything. And I forgot to DVR a Charlie Brown Christmas this year, and I like that. I put it on while I'm doing their tree. So I actually checked the YouTubes and everything, and I actually found one on uh, Vimo or whatever it is, Vimeo yeah. or something like that. And I was able to play that. I was able to play that one. That was one of the few places that they had it in its entirety. And all of the, com- I mean, the commercials. I was there was a Seven Up Spot commercial. I mean, that just was my childhood right there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a little bit different, like the commercials especially, because that is a different level of nostalgia. But those parades, man, I would give anything, maybe not anything, um, I would definitely sacrifice the current iteration of the Disney Parks Christmas Parade. Uh, I'm sorry, Disney Parks Christmas commercial for those old parades that were um, announced in person. I mean, you had like, the Aladdin brand new movie floats and they bounce from MGM to Magic Kingdom to Epcot and now it's just concerts. There was nothing as there was nothing like that. And that is the one thing I would want Disney to bring back during Christmas time. Now, Dave, what about you? So for me, um, I'm actually going to go over to Fort Wilderness for okay. this one. They used to offer one horse open sleigh rides and they got creative because you would be in a sleigh, but the sleigh had wheels because they had no snow. And this is one of the things that I always wanted to do. I never had a chance to do it. Uh, so it hasn't been going on for a very long time. It actually, uh, you know, I don't know if they got rid of it before COVID, mm-hmm. but this year I actually tried to, uh, get some friends together and we called about uh, renting a golf cart to drive around uh, Fort Wilderness to see the uh, decorations of all the campers that that they put out and yeah so we weren't allowed to actually rent the golf cart because only a guest can uh, rent it now it used to be where anybody could call up and rent the golf cart and just drive around, but I guess with COVID restrictions, that's still what uh, they have in place. So we weren't able to actually visit Fort Wilderness this this year to see the Christmas decorations. You know, I had a chance to make a reservation for dinner at Trails End, and then, you know, one can theoretically drive through the sites with that, but, you know, it's really not the same that way, and the roads are kind of narrow. It's just easier for a golf cart, so... I decided not to go through with it. No, and I get that. And, you know, the one thing I am going to say, that sounds fantastic, Dave. I I really wish Disney would allow that again. The one thing I'm actually kind of surprised that neither of us picked was Osborne. Um, But I understand that um, you're in a unique situation this year and last year, right? Is that correct? Um, To experience it without experiencing it. Um, Exactly. Yes, and there's nothing quite as good as that. But before we wrap up the show, I do want to have you talk very briefly 
about what you have been doing this Christmas. It's all right. So yeah, Dave, if you could just tell us real briefly what you've been doing um, this Christmas season. All right. Well, uh, basically for the last two months, pretty much uh, every day of the week, uh, gave myself maybe one or two days off to just kind of just recharge. But I have been uh, working at Give Kids the World under their uh, on their. Uh, Night of a Million Lights fundraiser, which is basically the Osborne Lights brought to Give Kids the World. Last year, we had about 3.2 million lights. This year, they got 5 million lights. The entire village is decorated. Uh, they were able, to, were able to actually host families and give them the privacy that they want on one side of the village to have their, have their uh, vacations and make their family memories. And at the same time, we have a tram going through it showing all of our outside guests the rest of the village and what, where the families are staying and all the families' houses uh, decorated. And then the other half of the village, because we're only at 50%, we have a walkthrough area where, we can go, where one can go and see all the houses and walk around through. So it's been a very fun-filled uh, two months. My job, late, uh, if I'm not in the middle of the street directing, hold on. Ah, the joys of recording from home. Yes. You know, I vaguely remember that we had that just as this podcast started. It was our unofficial third or fourth host some days was the the phone at your parents' house. Yeah. Can we also talk about how the fact that they still have a landline is? That's I love that. Yeah, seriously, right? Like I we have a landline here. I mean, there's a phone plugged into it, but the phone doesn't work and it's really more for decoration. Absolutely love it. This is such a 1998 commercial anyways. This uh, absolutely true. Let's see. MCI? That sounds right. Yeah? So it's from AT&T to MCI. Okay, yeah. Are they still using MCI? No. I They're can't. all Verizon. Yeah, I can't say I blame them. All right, go on. So uh, if I'm not found in the middle of the streets uh, with wands in my hand, directing traffic, directing buses, and rejecting people uh, trying to park in our uh, handicapped accessible lot and sending them two miles down the road to our satellite parking uh, lot. I am then found on the other side of the village loading people for the tram tour all night and dispatching trams. So, it's been a amazing run uh they uh i actually felt guilty leaving um uh, my uh one of my good friends actually ended up getting a job as a uh as a manager over there during the event based on his uh, long experience at disney so i've been uh helping him a lot and basically i mean anything that any ideas that i have they've been implementing and they've been pretty much leaving me to run trams when every when everything else needs attention at the village they're like okay you know what you're doing so just run this area so that's been where that's been where i've been and it's well, you know definitely a great cause for those of you who are not familiar with give kids the world they are a um, organization that is a um they're a resort that uh provides uh, families uh, uh, families of children who have a um, life-threatening illness with a week's vacation at Disney at no cost. 
uh, Disney, Universal, SeaWorld. They, um, in addition to the parks, we have our own facilities and we, uh, we have our own rides on property. We do a party every night. Uh, every Monday night, for instance, the kids come back from the parks and the village is decorated for Halloween. Uh, there's a complete with trick-or-treating with the Halloween party. Every Thursday night is uh, Winter Wonderland, complete with a visit from Santa and a gift from Santa. There's a birthday party on Wednesdays. There, There's all sorts of fun activities at the village itself. We have some kids that actually don't want to go to the parks and don't want to leave the village. They're having so much fun at the village. So it is definitely a place of psychological healing. A lot of our kids come uh, and after they go back to their regular lives, they have that mental they have that mental break to go back and actually start fighting their fighting their illness and becoming really active participants in their in their medical treatments. And a lot of times it's that it's that that it's that recharge that both the parents and the children need to kind of just go back and finish this up. And a lot of our kids do end up, surviving their illness and nice part about that is they end up coming back to us and volunteering when they're 16 so it's definitely a uh plus uh in my in 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 my life i love being there it's uh i find the uh, magic of the parks is just as much there i actually get to send you know they um they've done they've done more for Mm -hmm. me than I can ever do for them. So I'm just an honor to be part of this amazing organization. Kind of was one of the reasons why I chose Orlando to uh, move to. People think I moved for uh, the mouse. That was part of it, but Give Kids the World was definitely the clincher. So that's been my Christmas in a nutshell. Kind of uh, felt a little bad to leave to come back home for the holidays because the event's still going on. But I'm leaving, I'm leaving New York one day earlier so that I can run trams one more night on the second, on the last night, just to uh, say I was there. I started this event. I'm going to finish it and see it through to the end. That's fantastic, Dave, and thank you for doing that. So as we wrap up this week, um, why don't you tell people where they can find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Instagram at Figments Reality and on Facebook at Dave, uh, Dave Koch. You could also find me on uh, Twitter when I actually do use it at the same handle at Figments Reality. I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. You could find us all on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes. You could find us on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. And you could find us on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. So thank you all for joining us this week. We hope you have a very healthy and safe holiday season with your family or your loved ones or, or yourself. Um, and we will see you all next week. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.